For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host is Grace Duffy. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you the expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On today's show, we're exploring new Facebook group management tools with our special guest, Bella Vasta. Wherever you are watching this, listening to this live or as a replay, please share it with those you know need to hear it and stay up to date on the news. This show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2019. You can find out more at smmw19.com. It's a few weeks away. You still have time to make it in person and join us. We would love to see you there. And as a reminder, everything we talk about in this show will be in the Saturday article on socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. Today, our guest She's been here before. She's back again. It's Bella Vasta. She is the author of the book, The Four Types of Dogs Every Business Needs. She's a podcast host of the longstanding show, Bella in Your Business. You'll find her on the SME chat this coming Wednesday, February 27th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And of course, she's speaking at Social Media Marketing World coming in a few short weeks. Today, our guest is Bella Vasta. Welcome to the show, Bella. What's up, you guys? I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you here. We are super excited to have you. We're super excited to go through this news. This is right in your wheelhouse. New Facebook group management tools. Lots of stuff to talk about here. So, Grace, get us started. Absolutely. So, a few weeks ago, uh, Facebook hosted its uh, Facebook Community Summit where it gathered a ton of community leaders, group admins, and they rolled out several new features uh, for groups. So the first one was uh, text formatting tools. So they heard that group admins are looking for a more interesting way to share posts and updates. So they will allow admins to bold, italicize, add quotes, add headers, numbered and bulleted lists. Uh, this is only currently only available to groups and only rolled out to admins for now. Uh, it'll also be available on both desktop and mobile. They are bringing mentorship to all Facebook groups. This is something they had initially rolled out to, I think, a few test test groups, right? And uh, so now it's available to all groups. They are also announcing new search functionality, new ways to inform and deal with group members when they violate rules. Yeah, sometimes that happens. And then they'll also be able to access the admin activity log on mobile devices on iOS and Android. And these are all huge. And they're also launching a pilot program that lets groups and brands collaborate and expanding subscription groups to more partners. So that is a ton of stuff. And Bella, tell us which ones you're most excited about and what you think is most interesting 
out of all of these? Oh my gosh. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys the same thing I told Eric last time I joined him on here. It is like, you guys, any of you guys ever seen a dog that just gets so excited and their tail's going, <laughs> but their whole body is wiggling? That's me right now. So if you're listening to this after we actually are live, that is me. I'm jumping around like a dog that's super excited. Because here's the thing, you guys. I think it's really, really like obvious that Facebook is so strong with wanting to increase the 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 group engagement, the group excitement, the group experience that they just continuously right now. Every time you think Facebook is drunk, just think. Oh, because they're giving us more awesome tools. You have literally said that they want to help invest their time and energy in managing groups. And a lot of these changes that are coming down the pipeline, or I don't even want to say changes, like additions, right? These well, they're, extra- they're updates, right? They're just building on things that they have and, and they're listening to feedback. I mean, all of this stuff came from feedback from people like you that are like active using it. And so they are responding to it. Absolutely. You've got this analogy that I would love for you to frame and, and give context to yeah. again. Uh, the the whole there's a party at your house. There's a front yard, the backyard, all of that. Because I have some questions that kind of spring from that related to these tools. So okay. set us up. Okay, sounds good. So so I do have this analogy, and I'm glad you brought it up because I feel like I say it all the time, and I wasn't going to bring it up again today. I want you to think about your traditional front yard. You would not be out there sunbathing or having a barbecue only for like certain people or a birthday party, but not inviting the neighbors. What you do in your front yard is like, it's professional. It's, it's, you landscape it, you put up there like Merry Christmas, Happy Halloween. It's just very like your image to the public, right? It's not where you expect people to go have a picnic on your lawn or you put an in-ground pool in there. But what happens is in the backyard, we invite the cool people, the people that we want to hang out with. And when we take them in our backyard, we don't just say, okay, guys, go play. I'm going to go in and take a nap. We say, hey, I've got a keg over here. I've got bean bags over there. I've got a pool here. I've got the barbecue going. And you start introducing people to each other and encouraging this interaction and this these friendships that are forming this meaningful interaction, like what Facebook keeps talking about. And as you as the host, they don't come in the backyard to just sit down like it's an auditorium and just listen to whatever you're talking about, right? The reason why we have fun in the backyard and parties go until after hours is because people are enjoying themselves. And there's many different conversations happening everywhere. On that same note, you would not expect the guy who's trying to pitch you solar panels to come walk in your backyard. And bang on your back door and be like, hey, what's up? You need some solar panels? Like, that's weird and creepy, right? And that's like what happens when business pages come into groups and just ignore the fact that there's a party going on and disrupt it with their their um, their self-centered message. How's that for a rundown? Well, that's a actually good uh, segue into the next thing I wanted to ask you about. So at the summit, Facebook did announce that pages will now be allowed to interact with groups as pages. Now, this is something that was actually announced back in September. It was being tested. But Uh now Facebook is saying that it is now rolling out. But it is that concern. Like, you know, does this make us all the solar panel guys (laughs) selling solar panels (laughs) at the backyard party? I mean, business owners are really excited about being able to go and 
represent themselves. And at first, when this was rolled out, Facebook stated that it's really for like celebrities and and famous people that really just operate as a page and don't really have a personal profile. But I mean, it's rolling out to business pages. So what? How how do we handle this? And what do you think about it? What what is the? I mean, you just kind of spoke to it that that idea of it's the guy coming up and knocking on your door. But what about if they come in and they're wearing their solar panel installation jumpsuit and they're mingling in the backyard? (laughs) Yeah, it's still awkward. Now, I think that just like anything else, strategy is really important with this. Okay. So as a coach, if you're like just representing yourself or like Grace just kind of said, like a, a celebrity kind of thing, it works really well when you have your own team so that it looks like maybe it's coming from, say, Bella Basta, my public profile page, but it's it's not like jump consulting in your face, right? Like you actually know who's the one interacting. So I think it depends on the industry and how you're using it. Um, now, what I was saying at the beginning is it's really neat to see that Facebook is really trying to help support groups that want to grow large. And it also is really apparent to me that they want to help give as many community managers tools as possible. And I think community managers, one of my predictions was that community managers are going to be something that's going to be in a high demand because what's happening is Facebook groups are growing and growing and growing and people aren't able to manage them as a solo person. So all of these different things that we're talking about today are actually going to help you organize it better. So I think that, no, you should not come in as a solar panel person unless you're like, you know, presenting like, hey, guys, we did this research. And did you know that in this place, this is what's happening? But as a a spokesperson for the actual company, I really think that you need to have that community manager, that person to talk. So that's the difference between you're in the backyard and I ask Grace, hey, Grace, like, uh, I want to take my kid to swim school. Where do you think I should go? And Grace is like, oh, you should go to Hubbard Family Swim. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And we start talking about it. Hubbard Family Swim is not sitting there saying, come to our place. These are our prices and this is what we're going to teach you. You know, it doesn't happen that way. So you can do that in the front yard, but don't bring that into the backyard. If you're going to interact as your brand in the group, make sure that it's um, a general thing because it's really impersonal. If you have, you know, this business and this logo interacting with you. It's not that meaningful because you don't know. Mm-hmm. There's no transparency. I don't know if you're a dude or a girl or a kid or if it's the same person I talked to yesterday. Or a bot. Yeah. <laughs> and even if you do that little like um, minus sign and then your name, like, yeah, that's a little bit more personal. But if it's a Facebook group and that's like, okay, on Twitter, I think that's like expected. Yeah. But it's a group. You need someone repping your company as a person, not as the brand. Yeah. So, so my question here is, is I, I, my gut tells me that I would only ever enter into a Facebook group as a page if it was my own group. In other words, that page's group. To, yeah. And and only for official like notifications of, hey, we've got an announcement of, hey, hey every like to go back to the party analogy, it's the host of the party holding mm-hmm. up like a sign. Hey, everybody just want to let you know we've got more whatever over on the grill here. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Burgers are ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a really great point. And that's what I mean. Like, it's OK for like that generic like umbrella. And the advantage to that, too, you guys, is that. 
once you do start posting as your page inside of a group, you can then invite those people to like your page if they haven't already liked your page. But again, the so what factor shows up and it's like, what's your strategy with that? So that's going to like, you know, be helpful or not helpful, depending on what you're peddling. They're actually um, in the beginning stages I saw. I don't know if it was in their official thing or in Matt Navarro's group, but they're actually going to be or they're testing ads inside groups now because they're just running out of ad space. Right. And so that's going to be like another billboard that they might be able to attract people. So, again, if you are. Uh, in a group that makes sense, uh, maybe it's a mom's group, maybe it's a Scottsdale mom's group, and it makes sense for your solar panel company to take out an ad in that group and to show up on the newsfeed in that group, then that's something they're testing right now. And, and by the way, one of the things that Facebook said when it came to this this feature this, that they're, they're rolling out was this idea that admins of the groups can keep people from joining groups as pages. You can set that up as a, no, 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 no. You're not coming in here with that solar panel jumpsuit on. Go change. Absolutely. (laughs) And I think, and so that's a good point because so far we've been talking about you, the marketer, representing your company in the group. We haven't Mm -hmm. talked about our participants being that. And I think it would basically just go against a lot of, and again, this is if it's not a public figure, page. But I think it would go against a lot of that um, uh, direct trying to build that meaningful relationship because you can't do that with a brand. You can't, you know, Nike and Reebok talking to each other is kind of weird. Like (laughs) we're all humans at the end of the day. And that's why groups are so successful because they appeal to the humanality part of it. Um, I also want to tell you, so there's um, Grace kind of gave a good rundown at the beginning But um, with those helping people invest their time and energy in managing groups, which I think is just so awesome, um, the the new post formatting tools. So I want you to remember, like, or do you guys know of the file section, how we can do H1, H2, italicized, bold, that stuff, those same formatting features are coming to group posts which I think is a really awesome because sometimes it's hard to really express ourselves or um, uh, one example I saw was like a recipe, you know, like you want to put some things in italicize and you just want to make it more visually appealing. And so mm-hmm. when you can make headers and subheaders and all that, they're also going to um, filter the date ranges so that you can, again, this kind of appeals to more people that have community managers, which is what I think Facebook's really encouraging us to do. So if you're an agency, like this is something that you're going to want to bring in, like as a service to people. But it's the, um, the I get so excited, my brain goes so fast, is the filter <laughs> by what, what admins do what. So let's say all three of us are admins, right? And we're like, uh, I don't know who did what. Well, now, instead of just scrolling like we have to, we can say, okay, Grace was working this weekend. Let's just get that snapshot and find out what Grace actually did. Did she kick this person out? (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever it might be, right? So now instead of the endless scroll and scroll and scroll, and when you have tens of thousands of people in a group, Mm -hmm. that could be crazy. These little things that they're doing are really helping to support those larger groups which just only indicates me that, you know, Facebook is really, really excited and, and wants to, that's my prediction that, that these mm-hmm. groups are 
just going to explode. They actually, in my presentation for Social Media Marketing World, come see me on Thursday at 3 o'clock, um, <laughs> 3.05 to be exact. Um, I think it was something like, and I don't want to misquote this, but it was like they want to get 1 billion meaningful Facebook groups and members. And right now we've only got like uh, 200 million only. Mm-hmm. I can't even really comprehend those numbers, but they basically <laughs> want to expand it five times. And those are big numbers, you guys. So I, I apologize if I had the wrong, wrong number, but it, it's something like that. And I can go back and find it, but it will be in my presentation. Well, Bella, I wanted to actually ask you, so how do these other features, the the, yeah. the post that, you know, the bolding and italicizing and the quotes and headers and numbers and, and bulleted lists, how does that translate into, I mean, I have an idea of how I would translate it into your, um, you know, your analogy, your metaphor uh-huh. of the backyard, and that would yeah. be decorations, but maybe you can oh. take it further than that. Oh, I love that, Eric. I, You know, like the sign of a good analogy is when people start like, you know, flowing it with you. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, decorations. I would also say it's kind of like um, different ways that we can cast out our message that's happening at the party. So maybe mm-hmm. it's on a microphone. Maybe it's on a megaphone. Maybe it's on a chalkboard. Maybe it's like you said, through decoration. So I think the ways in which we give out that message, I I would even say maybe when you're at the party, I have to think about that. I I like the beginning of the decoration thing. Yeah. Well, and then the whole searching the member list almost feels like an Eventbrite kind of add Mm -hmm. on, you know, where you can know who was there, who's going to be there, who did what, um, I think that's important too, because you want to know, especially if it's like a group with a lot of other businesses, you want to know if your quote unquote competitors are in there or you want to know how safe you can feel, which I think is actually kind of silly. I had that, um, someone asked me this week, like, Hey, is there anyone else that's in my area? And I was like, no, but that doesn't mean in a year from now they won't be, and they could be searching through and they could like read what you wrote, you know? So it's, um, again, I think groups work because they provide this false sense of security. Anybody can still screenshot stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just physically share it and press that share button out of a group. It's this false sense of security. But because of that false sense of security, we all really are able to get deep on our problems or our excitement um, or our rallying around uh, different causes. Now, I'm going to segue that into the other updates that they're doing, if that's okay, or am I going to take it? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) So they're also um, doing this blood donor in the USA thing, which is like, what? At first I was like, huh? But then it kind of actually goes a lot into um, uh, what Facebook's been trying to really do with, with promoting charity work and promoting um, the good amongst um, everything. So I have my notes here and it was, um, they had charity blood donors in the U S I've written down a statistic here somewhere, but it was, it was astronomical what they actually were able to, I think it was like one, 1 billion maybe that they were able to raise last year. And when they did the whole, you know, I have a birthday and can you donate to the, this charity mm-hmm. and how they're really stepping up behind that, whether it's, I, I really do think Mark cares about it. Yeah. But it's all good PR, right? It's also good to not just be so businessy all the time. What do you guys think? 
Well, there's two things that I'm actually really curious about that kind of got slipped in, and it's the pilot program that lets groups and brands collaborate, and then the subscription groups. Can you tell us more about oh, that? Yeah, yeah, we can go back to that. Like, sure. what is that? Like, what, like, so what is the program that lets brands and and groups collaborate? You know, how we can use it exclusively for sales, and I don't know that this is necessarily the same thing, but that was something that they meant that Facebook actually mentioned, but then was just like, here here you go. And then runs away. Like, here, let me distract yeah. you some other stuff. And I was like, no, 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 let's, let's talk about that some more. <laughs> that was a little like wonky to me. I, 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 yeah. I saw that as the whole like business pages being involved in groups and, yeah. and being able to connect other um, business, like, you know, allow pages into groups. That's how I mm-hmm. saw it. And for me, because I've actually had that feature for a while, I kind of did a double take because I was like, I, I thought this was already going on, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's take that one. I mean, like, let's say you have company A and I have a group with company B and I want to partner up with you. So I'm going to allow you to come in and right. interact as that company A. I don't really think it's that big of a deal, honestly. Yeah. So when Facebook rolled out the ability or actually encouraged pages to roll out, to create groups out of their own community, it, I mean, it's to me, it makes sense to then be able to go and interact in that group as the company, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So does this more more or less have to do with the groups that a page, a business page would have created? And then they would then be able to partner with brands as a business running this group as part of their business? Yeah, but, you know, I guess it goes back to strategy because my personal yeah. feelings yeah. are groups are not for that. They're for right. meaningful interaction. They're for that human human connection. And it's really hard when you're hiding behind a logo. I mean, yeah, maybe could you do that? And maybe like in some instances, I've talked to some people that um, they all are nonprofit agencies, but they're all like really small. Like, so um, maybe all around homeless or something. And they all come together in a group representing um, their nonprofit. And they, they all talk about how they're raising money and stuff. Maybe, but I still feel like you still need to be a human. And I still feel like if you are a business, you need to have that admin. We have those badges. And I just really think that in order to keep creating that meaningful relationships, I don't want to talk to a logo. So right. yeah, it's there, but yeah. it doesn't mean that like it's a strategy I would necessarily encourage a lot of people to adopt. Right. There's always the asterisk. There's always that like <laughs> that that exception to the rule, right? Right. But generally speaking, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be it'd be like doing business with the mascot of the company, wearing yeah. a giant mascot uniform versus actual people that are personable and you can talk yeah. to, right? Yeah. yeah. But also so. it also depends on the type of business. Like I run a Facebook group for my kids' school. And it makes uh-huh. sense to have a Facebook group for the parents of that school and to that, but, but that's completely different. That's like one exception. That's a great, great, great example. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's different because it's like, it's a group for the parents of the school, but. And the thing is, is that the group helps um, enhance the message that you're saying on your page, because you can still take the stuff that's in your front lawn and bring it in the backyard, you know, as a person, as like a conversation starter, as a, what do you think about this? Or right. you can even take some of the conversation that's happening in the backyard, like how do I hire more employees and create a blog that you then post on the front page and you're mm-hmm. bringing it out to the world. And you're saying, you know, a lot of people say this and those people are the ones that are helping you create the content. Your group 
helps create endless amounts of content if you allow it. So um, you have to be able to share that content somewhere and attract people in. But yeah, you can't have a backyard without a front yard. That's that's another testament to your analogy because I knew exactly what you were about to say. So (laughs) (laughs) we just keep setting them up and you knock them down. (laughs) It depends on the business and Tim, you're so right. And it does. And that's why like, this is like a little hard and this is why you need a strategist sometimes because it, it is a hard conversation to say universally, because there's always going to be exceptions to the rules, Mm -hmm. but generally speaking, you know, a small restaurant, you know, and yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, let me encourage you that maybe the chef could be like that community manager and that chef could be the one in the group talking about, it, it would be the personality of the chef is what I'm saying. Okay. Maybe not the actual chef because he's a chef, not a social media person, but that brand could send in the, the likes of the chef talking about, these are our ingredients today. This is a picture of what's going on today. And it's not just like a, a restaurant, you know, in the group, obviously mm-hmm. on the page, it would be, you'd get a behind the scenes, you know, chat with the chef. You just reminded me of something that might be actually a positive to going in as the page instead of the chef, which is Uh if the chef goes in and comments a whole lot and interacts with people as himself, he's using his personal profile. And so every Mm -hmm. single notification of a reply or a new comment or whatever is going to show up in his personal profile's notifications, whereas Mm -hmm. I'm thinking – and I can't confirm this. Maybe we know better, but – the, the notifications that are replying to the page are going to go to the page. And for those yeah. of us who kind of like to have some separation between, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm working in, in Facebook versus I'm personal in Facebook, right? which again, those lines are very blurred, but that is one of those positives that maybe to keep in mind, right? It so is. And I did such a good job not interrupting you there. Cause I got so excited. So <laughs> we, we saw oh, that. <laughs> I'm a professional interrupter, so I, I'm always working on that. I love what you just said, because again, it goes back to strategy, Eric. So in that case, as a community manager, I would have a profile that is the person of the company, but it could be a public profile, like a public figure page. Sure. So that whether or not that person is actually there, that's still the face. The community manager that you've hired or whatever might be running it. But like, I'll give you a real life example, okay? So I've got my Bella Vasta public figure page and my company is really growing right now. And I have all these dreams and hopes and wishes and things I want to do. But at the end of the day, there's just so many hours, right? Mm -hmm. So what we've been doing is using my Bella Vasta public figure profile, the one with like the yellow behind me. And that's what's posting in all of my groups now. And so it looks like it's coming from me personally, but it's actually my page, but it's still a person. Does that make sense? Yep. Absolutely. Times that I can't get to it, the rest of my team has access to my Bella Vasta public figure page. And I can say, Hey, can you go jump on? which makes me be able to produce a better experience for everyone that's a paying member of my group. I I think that's a great strategy. And the only slight downside I could see possibly having is that somebody would actually think it's literally you and Uh that your team would say something that though wouldn't be against what you would say, wouldn't be quite what you say, what you would say literally to them. And so just being careful there. 
I think that's where like really clear SOPs come in place and, um, and, yeah. and good leadership, you know, because I, I don't right. think it's something you could just totally unleash to someone. And when you, they first start working for you, you have to have like a spreadsheet of if someone asks this, then this, or, um, or, or you have like three ways of like outs, like, that's a good question. Why don't you da 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 or go to this resource that's over here. You know what I mean? Like almost how you'd set up a bot in a weird way. Yeah. But after a, while, after a while, people will start, if they're working for you and they're really integrating into your business, they will pretty much the, the same common themes and come up. So I think that just comes down to training, really. And brand personality. I mean, I would, I mean, there's a certain way that when I respond to questions on Social Media Examiner that I you know, definitely have to like write and then delete all the emojis I normally put in my posts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about the brand's voice and, and yeah. adopting that yeah. when you're yeah. in that that mode, that role. So, Absolutely. yeah, I, I totally get that. That makes complete sense. Which so, is why uh, you hire professionals. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. Like, I, I'm telling you, I really, really think that you are going to see such a rise in, like, you know, the VAs saying that I'm an official community manager. There's not a lot of people out there right now that are community managers. I've tried to look for them, <laughs> but I really <laughs> think that that's going to be a rising job, you know, and if you're coming to social media marketing world and that's something you want to add to your agency or your team as a service for businesses like mine, then you need to be in the Facebook organic track and learn all about what it takes to engage and grow and be seen in these communities. Yeah. That's Any other thoughts on, on Facebook groups before we move on to this next piece about the, uh, the Instagram direct messages on Facebook? Um, they did also have something coming out about mentorship, which I think, um, mm -hmm. you know, if it's not a coaching group, I think it's a really cool thing. Um, one of the stories I'm going to tell is about my daughter. When I was told that my daughter wasn't going to survive and for those of you who don't know the backstory, she was born at 12 ounces. She's one of the 50 smallest female babies in the world. I went straight to Facebook groups and I was like, show me somebody who has been in something similar. And I found a lot of Facebook groups. Um, however, it would have been really amazing to be able to sign up for a mentorship program or someone that was like, I've been there, I've come through the woods and I'm going to be here to be your friend rather than making a blanket post. So mentorship is something that they were, um, you could sign up for as an admin, you could allow it as a feature and then you could sign up to be a mentor mentee. Um, and what they're doing now in this latest announcement is that they're going to start first in North and South America um, and make it accessible to all groups if you want to do that. Now, I think that's really cool because at the end of the day, again, meaningful relationships. And what better is meaningful relationships than when you can do that? In my mastermind, I pair people together as accountability partners. And I see where people are at and I stick them together. But that, that witness to your life, that someone else that's gone through something, that human connection, you guys, is so powerful. And, and that's not something you can get in the front yard. <laughs> that's not something you can get other places. So um, I think that's the last little tidbit that is worth mentioning. Very cool. Absolutely. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, and and Facebook lot. was saying that this is all rolling out. I mean, this was just announced and it's all rolling out over time. So, And I want yeah. to mark this. I also want to mark this. We're going to mention it later. But F8 is coming out and we'll give you dates and stuff later. But there's going to be more news when it comes to Facebook groups. And 
Facebook in general uh, in a matter of about a month and a half. So yep. there you go. All right. So yep. Facebook page admins being able to respond to Instagram direct messages from their pages inbox. That sounds complicated. Grace, break it down. I think you did beautifully. So uh, <laughs> well, what is so, what does it really mean? What is what it really? OK, so we know several weeks ago, Facebook announced that it is redesigning the underlying infrastructure of its three top messaging apps. So Facebook Messenger, Instagram Direct and WhatsApp. And so uh, the next two things we're talking about, I think, lays down the groundwork for that. So now Facebook at page admins can respond to their Instagram direct messages from their Facebook page inbox. They'll be able to access this both on uh, mobile and desktop. And I believe this is currently being tested right now um, in with not business tested, but initially being rolled out to businesses in the U.S. and Brazil. So they'll be able to receive and respond uh, on desktop or mobile. And this uh, basically enables businesses to respond faster uh, and never miss a message from their customer on whatever platform they're on. And then uh, Facebook also was found, <laughs> they didn't really officially announce this, but they have been testing the ability to access Instagram direct messaging on the web. So that was a code found deep within their Instagram app that uh, was discovered, and this is something they're testing internally. So we are seeing that Facebook is moving towards that goal of bringing together all of its top messaging platforms. It is cool that it's all like looping together because like right now I use Agora Pulse to have that, you know, like one inbox where you can mm -hmm. see everything in one spot. I was candidly talking with Jen Herman about this. and I hope she doesn't mind. She's the Instagram expert, Jen's Trends. And she was like, you know, I, I just I wouldn't really log on. It's a behavior thing, you know. So mm -hmm. for her, she manages her own stuff and she's on her phone and she's managing it. So she wouldn't necessarily go log into her Facebook page because that's just not her strategy, right? right? So I think it's it's a cool option for some. Again, going back to my extreme like prediction for community manager rising, this is something that is going to be a major tool that's going to help community managers have everything in one place without having to go to a third-party app or right. waste more time going around. So I mean, I think it's cool for the right kind of people, you know? We're going to dig into more of this in a moment, but the ability to reply to Instagram direct messages for my page, my Instagram business account, and not have to go and pick up a phone, you know, to do it, but to be able to actually do it from the desktop because I'm already doing work there. Now, again, I can do work on my phone, but to only be able to do it on my phone is a hindrance. I yeah, I can see that. That's true. So. But then, like people that maybe are trapped in the office all day who can't have Facebook on their on their computer or something, you know, and they have to sneak it on their phone under their yeah, while that's true. Their side hustle going on. They might. Not <laughs> so I think it's like there's the pros and there's the cons, but I see exactly what you're saying too. Especially now, since my iPhone tells me how much time I've spent on my phone every week. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's just going to be inside. It's, it's already going to be inside of where on your Facebook page, the inbox is there um, for private messages. There'll be just another section for Instagram direct messages with your Facebook direct messages. So, which again means maybe we'll start to see Instagram chatbots. 
and WhatsApp chatbots down the road as well. <laughs> like uh, Natasha was talking about with me live yesterday. She's going to be talking yeah. about chatbots at the conference as well. So, yeah. So um, you're exactly right. So like I'm in my messages right now and it's just a matter of on the left-hand side, it says messenger and then Facebook and Instagram. So you just, you know, click it and it switches. It's, it's that simple. So you can turn yeah. it on and off, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or you can you can ignore it on desktop and just use it on mobile. But again, yeah. having the option is mm-hmm. is great because then people can do it. In other words, you can form your own workflow. Yeah. yeah. So we've got another. We've got kind of got a follow up here where Instagram is testing direct messaging on the web themselves, separate from inside of this this Facebook inbox. So. Uh, that's, that's what's up next. I, Grace, are we, are we letting Bella go or are we keeping her on? I, I can't remember. <laughs> well, the, the last thing was, um, <laughs> there was one more announcement from, uh, the Facebook community summit that I wanted okay, to good. talk to Bella about. It's that donate sticker. So a lot of this news, the news of this actually was kind of overshadowed with all the other group functions, right? So basically, uh, Instagram is testing, the ability to add a donate sticker to Instagram stories and you would uh, put it on there the same way you would an at mention or a location or a hashtag. I'm not quite sure, but apparently they're trying to figure out like, are are we allowed to pick our own charities or is it ones that we already follow or ones that are from a selected group of charities? We're not really sure. This is something that they're still testing. Um, And this is actually something that Facebook has, this one of Facebook's goals is to bring more profitability to Instagram. So this is a way of doing it. And I think Bella, you, you quoted this earlier and I was like, no, 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 don't tell them yet. But um, (laughs) Facebook, (laughs) it's okay. Facebook um, has had its own fundraising feature since 2015 and reportedly its donate button has raised a billion dollars and bringing this tool to Instagram's 1 billion users can do a lot of good while furthering Facebook's profitability. And the way that that I think a lot of people have seen this is that if you get comfortable with donating or putting your credit card information and donating on um, Instagram for causes that you care about, it's that much easier to make the leap to use that to buy sweaters and toothbrushes and light bulbs or whatever else I happen to be buying on Instagram. So. Oh my gosh, I bought so much stuff on Instagram. I think Me like too. it's dumb stuff too, Grace. Dumb stuff like oh my magnetic eyelashes. Like, <laughs> ladies, have you seen that? Like, <laughs> I think it's so like what you just kind of do it. But yes, it's another way to help forward facing to help, you know, charities, mm-hmm. right? Right. But back facing to help train our behaviors online to getting used to doing exactly what you just said, which is, you know, putting our credit card in and purchasing things online. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, we've, and we've seen that Instagram is looking to increase its shopping usability. So they do, they have rolled out the ability to book appointments and make mm-hmm. reservations, right? How much yeah. more before you ordering, you're ordering food, you know? So just yeah. like, you know, you use, just like you transfer money on, on, uh, Messenger, which I never thought would take, actually. But now so many friends are like, oh, just send me the money in Messenger. Okay. Our Queenie's weekend, like, it was so easy. We were just like, how much do I owe you? Okay, there, you got it. Like, yeah, super easy. 
But it's people that I, people in my life that I don't even consider would be like into that would be tech savvy or would be suspicious of it. They're like, oh yeah, just message me. You know, it's that easy. And it didn't take that long for them to be like, oh yeah, that's totally fine. (laughs) And well, I think that's also, I mean, we're kind of going off on a tangent, so that's okay. But it's, it's also because it's just like three clicks. Like you don't have to like, you know, they made it so easy at first it wasn't though because i remember i tried to use it when it first happened and i felt uh-huh. like a year old woman because i was like oh huh? how do i do this but now <laughs> it's like oh, whoa. okay bella you you had me at magnetic eyelashes sorry no, oh, I'm, I'm like i'm like good thing my phone's in the other room <laughs> oh gosh i have I mean, to train I- my own behavior <laughs> i've shared here a number of times i have bought stuff off instagram as well so uh, or not off Instagram. I've bought it because I've seen it on Instagram and then gone off of that into a sales cycle and our site and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Having my purchase information loaded and automatic at the ready is not a good thing for me personally. <laughs> no, it's but not. it is a good thing for businesses because of that for me. So, yeah, this this could be really good for some people. I wonder. Some bus- I some wonder businesses. Like late night purchases that happen from scrolling on Instagram. I was about to say, don't Instagram an ambient. Eric has no idea what we're talking about, but that's all right. Well, Anyways, you all know you know what we're talking about. Don't oh play God. like don't. I'm so buying eyelashes after this. Sorry, now, now I'm totally distracted. <laughs> don't they're terrible. They're terrible. Okay, and they take like six weeks to get here. <laughs> we won't even go down this tangent of what I've bought no. on Instagram. So okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so we have um, we have a few blurbs. Uh, yes, for a couple minor today. pieces of news today. Yes. So here, I'll I'll go through them real quick. So YouTube updated its penalty system for creators, and uh, it's always had a penalty system for creators, but it's always been kind of hazy. They've they've locked it down and made it very uniform. So starting on February 25th, Monday, next Monday, uh, or when the podcast rolls out, when the podcast rolls, the day that this rolls out, uh, creators who violate YouTube's content rules, you'll get a warning and then they'll remove the content that's offending or whatever it might be. And then nothing else happens. But then after that, you'll get one strike, which is a one week freeze. Plus they'll remove the content if, and that will expire within 90 days. Uh, if you get a second strike within that 90 days, it'll result in a two week freeze. And then a third strike within that same 90 days and your channel will be completely terminated. Uh, and the one thing to note on this is it's usually videos that get strikes, but now it's anything that you put on YouTube. So it's your stories. It's also your videos. It's the links in your descriptions or in your cards. It's um, and basically any content you have will be subject to this. So that is on the YouTube creator site if you want to go through the details. But YouTube states that uh, 94% of the people who get one strike never get another one again. So they are giving people a chance to clean up their act. Um, and Eric mentioned this probably for the, the videos that my daughter ends up watching where they're burning Elmo and it's like, what are you doing people? Like there's sick people out there. So you know what, from a business standpoint, maybe, but all you moms and dads out there, I know your kids have been watching YouTube before. 
and something yeah. crazy comes up and you're like, flag, yeah. flag, flag. So hopefully there won't be too many more burning Elmo videos out there. I just had to say that. Well, I have a son that's almost 13. We've had a lot of awkward conversations about YouTube. I'll just leave it at that. Wow. I've, I've made him I've made him very aware of the fact that like I see everything. Oh yeah. man. Same same here. My I know what my kids see on YouTube. So all right. Yeah. Uh let's see. So this so is the last piece here, the Facebook F8 conference. I believe that's so- yeah, oh, they announced the more. Facebook F8 and then uh, Twitter opened up its application to the beta yeah, so, program. So, so like I said earlier, Facebook F8, it is uh, it's at the end of April. So actually, we've got like a month and a half or a month after Social Media Marketing World that F8 is coming out. So luckily, in, 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 that's good in a sense because it means we can be caught up at Social Media Marketing World and then mm-hmm. we can wait a month till they announce things. <laughs> so... <laughs> How do we get but, uh, there? Well, you can apply at f8.com and they said space is limited. So apply early. They just opened this, on, I believe, Thursday or Wednesday. So it's just now open. And then if you can't make it in person to San Francisco, you can sign up to stream and you can do that at f8.com slash watch so you yeah. can sign up to stream and get um and it's april 3rd a- april 30th and may 1st and this year they said this year they're celebrating developers creators and entrepreneurs and innovators building on their platform and they plan to showcase how social technologies can enable the best in what people can do together so i'm hearing a lot more community stuff coming out of there Yes. Mm-hmm. And and since that is April 30th is a Tuesday, May 1st is a Wednesday, obviously we will be reporting about everything from that, that following Friday, May 3rd. You know, if you want to just say, okay, can't make it, <laughs> we will report to you. I yes. love how you guys are always taking care of us. I was telling my community that if they're not subscribing to this regular Friday show that they need to, especially if they just want to stay up on, you know, what's going on. Like sometimes you need to know. Sometimes it's just kind of background, like, okay, cool. Um, but it's, you guys are really the cutting edge and the only way we can really get these, these, these updates. So kudos to you. Thank and you. our show is available as a video, a podcast and an article on our site. So <laughs> You want to read it, watch it or listen to it. Yeah. We got you covered. We've got one last piece here. This is the, the Twitter announced a while ago that they were doing this beta program thing where you're going to get access to advanced uh, features that they're testing a little bit ahead of everybody else so that you could give them feedback. Um, it is, they rolled it out now. I applied. Did you apply? I'm Grace. I know you I applied. applied. I yeah. applied. Um, you can go over to at Twitter support on Twitter to get the link to uh, try it out that it's a separate app. You can download it. You'll be able to jump in and we're excited to see what comes of this. But uh, yeah, so it, it, hopefully we get access or somebody we know gets access so we can get early access to early, early report to you on Twitter changes. If you get access, I want to hear from you. Okay. Cause I don't know. I signed up, but you know, I don't know, but if you, I want, we definitely want to hear from you on the show. We want you to be, tell us all about it. So, yep. So uh, that is our show. It has been a great show. Bella, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You guys are thank so much you. fun. So uh, we will want to remind you again, the recap for the show you can find at socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. I want to say thank you to Jeff C for handling the simulcasts. Grace Duffy for producing the show. That's you, Grace. Uh, you're also a great co-host. You're a great host. <laughs> thank no, you. You're and Bella, a great you're host. A, no, you're a great 
Anyway, and Bella, you're a great co-host as well. Thank you so much for being here. You're a guest and a co-host. Uh, and, and again, by the way, we do this every week. So get this in your schedule. And you can literally put it on your calendar by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. Uh, if you prefer it as a podcast, go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all those places. Just search for Social Media Marketing Talk Show. It'll pop right up. You can subscribe that way. Uh, again, don't miss out on Social Media Marketing World 2019. It's a matter of weeks away. You need to be there. Go to smmw19.com. Bella is joining us this coming week, next week, for our Social Media Marketing World Twitter chat. You can find the hashtag and the conversation by going to uh, hashtag SME chat. And it's at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. All of the details you can find from this show, the show notes, socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. And with that, I will say thank you for joining us this week. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.